Yeah, you have a really strong vision for resilience, uh, inclusion in law. You're really on a mission to make the legal sector stronger by making it more inclusive, more resilient. You advocate a lot for uh, women leadership, women entrepreneurship too. Uh, you are an inspiration and a mentor for, for many, whether we're women or men, because of your career and the choices you've made. And so I have a question for you. Um, let's imagine uh, you are given one month and $1,000 to achieve this vision. It's not a lot of time. It's not a lot of resource. What would you do? <laughs> That's such a great question. Um, you know, um, I do think that visual conversations are powerful. Um, and I've, I've seen the ideas move forward and discourse in suede when uh, when when you have visual conversations so uh, there is a really high likelihood i would do a series of visual conversations in various platforms I'm, I'm a fan of showing up where my target is and and having conversations both you know visual and yes with numbers and yes with words uh, because i think words are powerful numbers are powerful visuals are powerful and the combination of the three is super powerful um, you know, a thousand dollars could be not enough or just way too much, depending on, on how much time you commit. Right. Uh, and um, and what you're willing and able to do yourself. Um, and so I would have a series of conversations because I do think that we as humans, we uh, relate to each other through stories. We grow through conversations by learning with each other. And, you know, if you can tap into the conversation using words, numbers and visuals, um, you know, you will pretty much appeal to to every member of a society, whether they're left or right brain or need a gestalt moment. And so that's what I would do. I do think that it works. I've seen it work. I've seen it work throughout my career. And you, you know, you, you know, as any leader, you start changing one or two or three people and then it snowballs and then it sort of gains a, a kind of movement of its own. I've had that experience with women servant boards. When I, when I was one of the few and only people who was running around and asking where the hell did all the women go in corporate boards? And my friends were like, why are you even asking? And then look, now everybody is asking. It's a normal thing to ask. Um, and, you know, the way I was doing it uh, was basically like that. One month and a thousand dollars, actually less. Um, and, uh, and asking people to, to sign petitions or created visuals and sending them into Twitter stratosphere, asking the companies, have they discovered women for their boards? It was embarrassing that Olga was asking it. And they look, they've discovered women. Women do exist. Um, and so, yes, um, you know, $1,000 in one month is actually quite a lot of resources. And you can start the idea. You can take it from A to B. And that A to B is a powerful place. It's in startup speak, zero to one. Uh, if you can get it from zero to one, there will be other people who will take it from B to Z. And I think that's, for example, with women servant boards, that's what we're seeing today. We're seeing all these powerful institutions from KPMG to Harvard, to Stanford, to uh, Salesforce, to NASDAQ, to SEC saying, where did women go? And now everybody's asking, and that's great. They're taking it from B to Z. Right. And I, so I think it's absolutely possible to do to 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 take something from A to B. And A to B is a very powerful place because at the point B, when it snowballs, everybody adopts that idea and pushes the ball forward. 
And that's a beautiful place to be, whether you're building a business, whether you're changing communities, whether you're changing a profession, whether you're trying to sort of uh, create a completely different world. Yeah, I love this. Uh, taking projects from A to B and then doing this, collect pushing this further collectively uh, with everybody else, uh, being able to take a, take a seat, you know, and being able to help. I love this answer. Also, that made me seems, think a lot, Olga, about the mindset because you have said something really interesting. A month and a thousand dollars is actually a lot of resources. Many people would tend to think that it's not a lot, that it's not enough, that we need more time, we need more resources, we need more people, we need more technologies. And I think your answer just shows that it's the willingness and the eagerness to do things and no matter what, that I think pushes, uh, yeah, pushes uh, society well, forward, right? Case in point, right. So I, you know, Women's Around Board was, was something that I cared very deeply and, and started that movement. Used a lot of visuals to communicate ideas with humor, mostly on social media. Uh, for, you know, initially started as petitions. That didn't quite work. Words did not resonate nearly as much. Pivoted into actual visuals. That was much more, uh, much more uh, insightful and in driving the point home. Um, ultimately, that that resulted in all kinds of things. It resulted in me speaking all over the world, trying to convince people to 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 really adapt this idea as their own. Eventually, I had an opportunity to draft and testify and make sure that the law in California is signed. Um, eventually wrote a book about it. And now look, all these people are doing this. And there are a few other people who had parallel efforts. But all of that said, I, I was doing it on my own. I don't even think I spent a thousand bucks, to be completely honest with you. Um, you know, I, um, I, 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 I did tap into my ability to, um, to communicate visually and have visual conversations and, and ask insightful questions and do it with humor. Uh, could I have paid somebody to do it? Yes, but I didn't want to outsource the fun. It was for the first time in my in my legal practice where I could really uh, combine by my my uh, my ability to communicate verbally, my ability to communicate visually, and um, and I just wanted to show up as myself. So so it could be as expensive as uh, or as cheap as you want. Of course, your time is also important as in a huge resource. Um, but you know, a thousand dollars is a lot of money, and you and 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 you you may even need much less than that. You often need much less than that to get from point A to point B. Let's continue and imagine it's 2025, and you've won an international award for manifesting this vision, demonstrating that the legal profession can be stronger than ever by building resilience and inclusivity. What are the three things you have learned? on this journey to getting these international awards? One thing. You only need one thing. You only need imagination. Seriously. The number one answer to anything in law is we've always done it this way. That's an imagination problem answer. You know, uh, it, it's usually a question. It's usually an answer. I can't imagine doing it this way. Well, that means you have you have imagination problem. We collectively as lawyers often have imagination challenge. Um, and, you know, I, it's, it's in, if I had to sum up uh, kind of uh, what I've been doing and what I guess I want to be known for um, is that uh, I want to be the person who, uh, who, who sold the imagination challenge in law. Because the, the thing about imagination is that 
the reason it's important is that if, if you can't even imagine, you won't even get to resolve. That's such an important first step to imagine and 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 and, and having that challenge is is not just a bummer, it's it's limiting. Um and so um if we can sort of get to the place where we can, yes, we've done this before this way, and hey, things could be different. There will be other people more creative than I who will show up and take it forward. Uh, but if we can't even imagine, then we have no hope. Um, and so, you know, if I if I hope to achieve anything is that we collectively as profession start imagining, uh, start imagining a different world every time we hit the wall or every time we don't like what we see or every time we see the unsolvable problem because the imagination is is where it starts. Once you can imagine you or other people around you or collectively together, we'll take it all the way home. This imagination problem, uh, I think we, we, it's just, we all have it inside of us. We just don't know how to unleash this creativity, uh, the creative idea, uh, the creative abilities, the imagination capacities. Um, it's so true. It's so true. I just want to thank you for this because I think this is wonderful. You never know who, where the idea is going to come. Let yourself be open to that, to explore. Yeah. Yeah, I had one, my, you know, when I was in law school, 2005, 2006, 2005, yeah, I, I, um, I was fortunate to get sort of um, this really cool, um, I started out as an internship and then I became a liaison. Yahoo opened Berkeley Labs and when Yahoo acquired Flickr and Flickr is a, you know, picture sharing app, um, I was sort of the only legal presence helping integration of Flickr team, which was predominantly a bunch of PhDs from Berkeley, from uh, School of Engineering and School of Information. Um, and I was there um, as the only legal presence for about two years, um, working 10 to 20 hours a week and longer during the summer. Yahoo in itself was a very interesting place. Uh, but Berkeley Labs, it basically was this uh, playground of a bunch of PhDs. I'm the only law student, uh, only um, only anything remotely law. And my job was to, um, one of many jobs was to attend various brainstorming sessions and, you know, kind of take notes and see what we can, you know, kind of patent uh, what ideas kind of functional. And I remember I took so many notes because I was there and there's they were saying this incredible things and they just you know i'm actually i don't i don't like sci-fi i i like kind of true stories and i like and i like nonfiction better but they sounded like sci-fi um, at the time they were talking about this gps locations and what we can do and how people can communicate my mind was blown and i was just like taking notes and i'm like thinking wow i'm like in this sci-fi novel and i don't even like sci-fi and this is kind of exciting um, and then I was working with a number of specialists, uh, intellectual property specialists, trying to figure out kind of what's patent and how we think about this, um, this um, harvesting sessions. Um, and then, you know, one time he asked me, Olga, you know, we have to be strategic. Which ones of those ideas are possible? Uh, and, <laughs> and, I, and there was a big pause because I was like, look, they're all kind of crazy <laughs> if you ask me. Like they're definitely not part of my world, but do I think they're all possible? I think they're all possible. I think I just, I just don't know if they're probable. They're possible. 
Um, and I think that's, you know, and I, you know, looking back now, 15 years later, more than 15 later, first of all, every idea they had became a business today. <laughs> no, to sell. If you find yourself in a sci-fi novel, <laughs> maybe it's time to kind of take notes and make investments. So every one of those guys actually went on and built a fantastic business or other people in their network build a related business. All of those sci-fi ideas became true. Like they predicted the Facebook, the, 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 all of this stuff. Um, so, but I think more interestingly for creativity, I think it's this journey is from no impossible to, hey, that could be possible. How do you make it probable? That is becomes the question of strategy and systematic practice from taking it to possible, which is basically by definition more than 0%, right? To probable, which is by definition 51% or more, to certain, which is 100%. It's that taking that journey to impossible, to possible, to probable, to certain, that is that's the skill that I think we're developing. And I think once you see as something as possible, then you can make a journey to probable and certain. Yeah, love this continuum. Take, moving from impossible to certain, step by step, making everything that we can imagine probable.